Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everyone, welcome to part two of the Stompcast. We're joined by Ellie and mum Yvonne. We're wandering in a beautiful uh, park here, uh, Bedford <laughs> Park, isn't it? Yes. Um, which has deers, it has trees, it has lots of green, and there's also a lovely place to get a cup of coffee and a cake if you like to after your stop oh, yeah. as well. Um, we're just finishing our drinks, aren't we? How was the 7-Up? Was it good? Perfect. We've got a bin to go by. We can, <laughs> still we can, cold. We can, it's still cold. It's still got a bit left. Um, so in part one, we were talking about some of, I guess, the kind of highlights uh, and the things that you've done, um, which, as we said, is, you know, amazing and really, really inspiring. One of the other things you're doing, of the many, is that you've written a book. It's called Against uh, All Odds. Yeah. Um, and, I, yeah, I, I guess it'd be really interesting to hear why you've written this book, what, you know, the main things about it are in terms of the takeaways. Um, the book is available. You can get it in, in any good book sh- bookshop, which for some reason everyone always says that about books, or <laughs> online as well, Amazon and all these places. Yeah. So, yeah, why, why did you write this book, Ellie? Why did you decide to do it? Um, because I want to inspire people with disabilities and they do achieve what I want to achieve out there and that people can learn about my disability. So the book itself reflects a lot on your experiences, right? Why, why the title? Because the, the title is very strong, Against All Odds. Is that kind of how you felt growing up? Is that something from your experience? Where does that come from? I think I like the title because it's like a catchy, uh, catchy title for a book. Because, like, when we say against all odds, it means I'm dividing the the main odds, and it's like, wow. <laughs> and push through. And do you feel do you feel that way? Do you feel like? Do you think people thought the odds were against you? Did you feel like odds were against you in achieving your modelling and your career? You know, I what, so, what yeah. was your experience at all? Well, perfect. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't perfect, you say? Or was perfect? It was perfect. A bit it of was both. perfect. <laughs> I think when, obviously, Ellie was growing up, she didn't realise, you know, mm. school issues and... Oh, yeah, school issues. ...stuff like that, really, and parents saying she shouldn't be in a mainstream school and it was all obviously left to myself and husband to deal with. But Ellie was happy at school, so yeah, that was our was main... Focus, <laughs> um, but yeah, growing up. I mean, she hasn't really ever experienced anything that negative. It was more us just dealing with life, her life. <laughs> yeah. Growing what up. was that like for you um, as a mum? I guess what were the challenges that you um, kind of experienced? Well, we didn't know Ellie had Down syndrome during my pregnancy, so it was quite a shock at birth and it was just handled in a very very negative way um doctor saying she won't walk won't talk won't go to university <laughs> like four hours old 
Um, so yeah, it was all really negative and we were just left to deal with that, which took time. <laughs> <laughs> took quite a lot of time. And then at five months old, you had major heart surgery, which yes. again was touch and go. But eventually <laughs> we um, come round to the idea, right, this is Ellie. We're going to bring her up as Ellie. This is me. Put her first, not her condition, and took it from there. Yeah. And I'm here. It's so moving to, to kind of hear that. And I guess moving, but also sad to hear perhaps how negative. I, I think there is a balance we play. You have to, as a doctor, always, you know, yeah. you have to be like honest about the scenario. But, yeah, but also, like, it's not putting limits on things. Or, and I think, I think no, the phrase I've heard is know? putting people into a box yeah, and stuff like that. I, yeah. thought, I hear that that's the way that you Ellie, talk yeah, about it. I think yeah. that's a really good way of putting it. I mean, what what would you say, looking back, if for those interactions, say with the doctors, or other people that kind of had those comments in life, what would you say to kind of do it better or to, Just to have to a different have, view? have a bit of time with the parents, explain. We were told, oh, there's some leaflets outside, just read up on it. Oh. You know, what good was that? <laughs> yeah. We Our heads were that. spinning and we didn't know what was going on. And... In my head, I was just thinking, oh, we've done all her room. Oops, what a waste of time. <laughs> you know, I was very, I found it very, very difficult. How did you cope? Um, I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> um, it took me a long time even to say the words, Down syndrome. I couldn't even say that to my mum or friends. Oh, bless you. <laughs> I just couldn't say the words. It was just like, <laughs> I just imagined probably like other people would have, someone just shuffling along the street with her head down. I didn't know, I was ignorant. I didn't know anything about Down syndrome. So it was hard, especially yeah. the heart surgery, five months old. We were told she probably won't make it. Oh, good. So I mean, at that age of um, It was all negative. Five, it's, and for you listening back to that, Ellie, that must be, what is that, you know, what do you, what's your reaction to that hearing? It's a lot for someone <laughs> to hear back on their life and hear that there was such you know, yeah. well, touch and go, difficult moments, big operations. How do you kind of, what do you think when you hear those things, Mum saying that? Um, I've no idea, but I think <laughs> that I'm, I'm uh, used to this all. <laughs> yeah, but she's I wasn't actually there <laughs> when they told Mum, do you want to leave her behind? Like, oh, yeah, I forgot I, about that. Yeah, yeah I should forget. What yeah. The hospital said to me, the nurses said to me, Oh, do you want to leave her behind? The last mother did. And I was like, oh <laughs> no, that, no, that, that was in a few hours as well. Everything. I'm so sorry, no, that's... thank I'm you. Yeah, my husband my, luckily so was amazing and he just took over and dealt with Ellie. Oh, I, I found him. it very hard to bond because I just thought she was going to die. The way the hospital <laughs> were, told me everything and then the heart surgery I was like what's the point of getting close <laughs> you know Die. that was my attitude and mental state I think That's, well, obviously things have changed you're here you're, you're I, I can tell you Ellie, you're alive and kicking <laughs> you're alive and tiktoking yeah. So, yeah. yeah yeah but oh, growing gosh. up we could see that That's Ellie so had tough, such an man. unusual unique personality and character and she knew what she wanted from such a young age like and obviously, yeah, she did like, teach herself yeah. to read. She did everything, like, 
against the odds, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so the, so the title is probably the most fitting. Yeah, absolutely. Fitting thing. I mean, so you just kept proving everyone wrong. It does show, though, that sometimes in life we th- we think, oh, you know, this is how it's going, going to be. There's to a be. set outcome to this. Whereby yeah, it could have been very different. It's remarkable how. You know, as human beings, we do overcome. We do actually go against all odds a yes, lot of the time. Yes. Think about how many scenarios people in life face challenges, and yeah. you know, like say, oh, you know, you're not going to recover from this cancer, or whatever it might yeah. be, and then they're yeah. out running marathons. Of you know, course, it's kind of, of course. it does kind of teach yeah. you something about don't write people off. No, don't write yourself off. You mustn't. You what, mustn't. Do you, what do you say, Ali, to people? Perhaps you know, in any scenario where they're against a real challenge, or they're feeling very low, or they're struggling to kind of pick themselves up what would you say to them from your experiences maybe i'll say follow your hopes and dreams uh never give up uh, don't be scared when you're in front of the camera <laughs> but if you are like it's fine uh, come calm down deep breath and you'll be fine you know what? I suppose it's one of the best advice that we've had on the Stompcast of maybe 60, oh. 70 record it, recordings. Take a, a deep breath yeah. and you'll be fine. So, so much of life is about that, isn't it? It's kind of, I read this really uh, interesting uh, quote, as a quote or piece the other day, and it said 10% about life is what happens to you, mm. 90% of life is how you react absolutely to what happens yes. isn't it yeah. you kind of as a family you, you're faced with something faced with a, a challenge and you have to then yeah react to that don't definitely. you definitely yeah really i mean like i said it could have been very different um we had uh, ellie another little girl was born a couple of weeks after ellie and a friend of mine put us in touch and i'm shame because she didn't put the child first but just a disability and she was brought up very different to ellie so she can't really speak much. They didn't. They sort of just left her to her own devices. So, you know, it just depends <laughs> on attitude. And they were very frightened to face what they needed to face and do what they had to do. And very different children growing up, and you know, very different personalities and everything. So it just goes to show, really, that it's all in the mind and what you have to do. And and having hope as well. Hope and determination. Oh, yeah. And hard work, eh, like the weekends. <laughs> Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And going back, you know, because we, we started almost with that question of like, what, you know, the, 
why does this representation matter? I think, I wonder if we could add something to that and say actually because everyone has something to show, to share, to give, Absolutely. to add to society. I mean, even you know, from the, you know, this conversation so far, like I've taken away so much and there's such a hope that I take from it. And it's part of why I love this podcast so much is when I speak to people, yeah. it really impacts my life positively. Yeah, and you both left, or you've given me a real, I don't know, it's like a warmth. I don't even know what to say, but it's something <laughs> you take away and it shows how much... Yeah, it's a lot of fighting, lives. though. You know, it has been. I can't. It's not all amazing. No. It's been no. tough when she's growing up and fighting education and councils to get the right things. It's getting right things for Ellie in place and plans, and it still goes on at college. But yeah. luckily, she's always had really good support through education. But it's you know the people behind the support is battles and yeah. meetings right, battles. reviews it's, <laughs> it's tiring it's constant Not that tiring mum yeah so you don't get involved you just turn up uh, yeah <laughs> you, you get the easy bit you two are funny yeah. <laughs> yeah. just turn up that's not true they say come on hey, hang on you've got to work that camera quite a lot haven't you uh, what, what would you, you know, to, to say any parents uh, listening that are perhaps in the position that you, you know you initially were in years yeah. ago or you know have a child who's who has a disability who has a challenge that the family needs to kind of overcome yeah. what advice would you give about what support is there or what how can you advocate for your child in the best way what advice would you give unfortunately to this day i think you still have to really really fight and people and councils and authorities make it very tough and I think they want you to give up and not do the battle. But when that come to Ellie, it just made me into this different person to fight, which is not really me. <laughs> but it, something within me just did it for her. So just for the parents, you know, don't give up. Fight, your, fight for your child all the way. It's tiring and it takes a lot of energy, yeah, but it's yes. worth it. You want the best for your child and why shouldn't you? They're entitled to the same as any other child. And they, they deserve it exactly deserve the same it. as everyone else does. Absolutely. They like me. It. Yeah, like Ab- you. Like me, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I mean, this book is is so clearly so inspiring. Um, yeah, we've had lots of... Ellie's had amazing comments on Instagram and various other places saying, yeah. you know, I've just had a child with Down syndrome and you've inspired me and I'm going to look at Outlook differently and tell them and show them your book when they're older and you know it's worth it even if it helps one family that's the point that's one of the biggest things i often think in life is that sometimes we we think we have to change the world to make a difference yeah but actually if you can change one person's one, life or inspire right. one person that person goes on to yeah, another person yeah. before you know that's how you change the world the world isn't changed by doing it all at once is it no no it's facing you know it's, it's, it's doing Small, the we one always had that attitude and we still do sometimes just take one day at a time you know when she was younger we never looked too far ahead and planned it was like one step one step and it was like oh let's take it by the week and then <laughs> as she got older it things sort of fitted more into place and but you, you know when they're young just small steps that's the way to do one it one at a time do you think um, we talked about humour earlier and, you know, it, there's many things that are that you face that couldn't be further from humour or anything yeah. like it. But does that, as a family, do you find that, that 
that humour has been part of actually ch facing the challenges? Because you seem to kind of joke between you quite a lot, even when things <laughs> are quite difficult. Like you were laughing either on about some of the things that many people really wouldn't yeah. laugh at. I think you have you find to. You, otherwise, you, your mind would probably just explode. And Ellie has got a very funny sense of humour and she just comes out with things that you can't help <laughs> laughing line, at. Is it? Even when she was naughty at school and the teacher's telling me, she's done this, that, and, and I sort of used to laugh. Were you the mum that's trying not to laugh at the do? time? Like, You're Ooh. responsible for it at school. <laughs> Deal with her. <laughs> they tell mum that I've broken the toilet thing. Yeah, off, Ellie was quite an easy target I how to do that. at school and it's like... Oh, they blamed Ellie for breaking oh. um, the chain and the toilet. I said, she's not Superwoman. I can't break it. <laughs> I kind of say you are Superwoman, but yeah. Yeah, in a different way. <laughs> but Ellie, yeah, she was a quite an easy target. And what upset, like, during primary school, the headmistress and senior people that Ellie didn't care about authority. So she would just say it as it is and... <laughs> yeah. You know, I had to deal with the uh, outcome. <laughs> Do you find that you often... When you think things, do you feel like, I, I'm going to say what needs to be said here? Is that something, do you always feel like you want to have your say about things? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> to an extent. Yeah. Is it, yes. is it, do you think it's important to do that? I think it is really important. Yeah. Ellie doesn't hold back. She's just... Do you think sometimes, like, a lot of people, you know, because if you look at what you've done and what you're doing... Um, you know, you have to be, gosh, yeah, let's all take a steady, let's all go. We're engaging four by four here, listeners. Oh, we're, on, we're on a bit of a steep slope there. We engage four by four. Slippery slope. Four legs are better than, than, than two, so we made that work. Um, but yeah, I mean, you wouldn't, let's be honest, you know, if you weren't kind of like someone who said what you want to say and do what you want to do, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing right now, Ellie, would you really? No. So what, what kind of lessons do you think there are for people that, as we come to the end of part two, so takeaway lessons, I guess, in terms of, you know, because you've gone out there, you've written the book, you're doing the modelling, you're on TV, you're doing all these things. <laughs> what would you say to people who are thinking, oh, I don't know if I want to say what I want to do or I don't want to put myself out there? What can you say to uh, them? Maybe, oh, God. Right, four by four again. Uh, maybe. Right, hang on. Don't you worry, yeah, that's Thank all right. You. We'll go into the Abbey's Ladders Australia. She's done this before. She's taken me into many bushes, actually, Ooh. so... Um, I'm going to keep you steady here. On. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, Ali, what are you going to say? Uh, go out there and achieve what you want to achieve out there. Go out and do it. Yeah. Oh, I think that's a good point to end part two of the Stompcast. And the sun is shining on us. We've come out of the trees. Abby, any more bushes, bushes you're leading us into? <laughs> Abby's just leaving us into the... She, do you know what? We once entered a bush so far that we went all the way and eventually we had to fully turn around and leave. Where were we, we were doing that? We, we actually went to a dead end in the bush. Oh, God. Where were we, Abs? Anyway, it's all the adventures of the Stompcast. Guys, all I hope adventures. you're enjoying your walk wherever you are. Thank you for listening. We'll see you for the final part in part three soon. Goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.